0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Maleficent opens to big big box office numbers and mixed reviews, including from our own Sean and Kevin. We'll talk about that. Uh, James Cameron is talking about Avatar Land at Animal Kingdom. And uh, we're also going to talk about the top Orlando theme parks, as ranked by the Themed, uh, Themed Entertainment Association, I think is what they're called. Uh, and Teresa wants you to know about her favorite places to eat before you go on a cruise out of Port Canaveral. We also have last month's top ten threads on disports.com. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. The angel, this is the Diz Unplugged, episode 710 for the week of June 3rd, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel Experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com Hey everybody and welcome to the show Coming to you live from the Bob Barley studio In Orlando, Florida I'm your host Pete Werner Joined at the table this week by my good friends John Magi Kevin Close Teresa Eccles Jenny Lynn Knopp Hello. And back in our new production nook, producer Dustin West, along Howdy. with associate producers Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. That's us. Public Enemies number one and two this week. Yeah, yeah, we are. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But okay, because I got some things to say. <laughs> uh, a couple things first in housekeeping, folks. Uh, number one, we are not going to have a segment for you uh, this week. Um, we have been doing a lot of work in the studio. Phase one of the studio redesign you just saw when we took a look at the production nook we've added uh, some new things back there yep. that took a lot of time this week <laughs> Yes, it and we just simply did not have time to work on a segment I apologize but uh, it was either that or just do no show for three weeks so deal with it um, second we do want to send our condolences out to two members of our family uh, here at the Diz uh, first uh, Kathy Schmidt, Webmaster Kathy on the boards Uh, lost her husband last week uh, after uh, a battle with cancer and uh, we want to send our condolences out to her and also to our good friend Shirley Nelson Brown from The Perfect Gift Uh, her husband Norm passed away a few weeks ago and we want to send our condolences out to her as well so please keep them both uh, in your prayers Um, also want to remind everybody this is your last chance to sign up if you plan on attending the me to raise money for Give Kids the World at uh, Hershey Park the weekend of June thirteenth. And uh most of us are going to be there. Um Corey, Julie, Johnny, Kevin will not, but everybody else is going to be in attendance for that. So um we're looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be be a lot of fun.
1: There'll be chocolate.
0: There'll be chocolate. It's the land of chocolate, Teresa. It's all good then. So those noises you will hear (laughs) will be Teresa. Um, we do have, uh, another entry into the cast member Hall of Fame this week, and I want to go ahead and read this email we received from Michelle in North Carolina. Just wanted to share a picture and a story of a super sweet cast member named Edgar. Uh, we met him one morning on our trip last November. Uh, my daughter had a Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique appointment and was dressed in her Rapunzel costume. As we came under the train station at Town Square, Edgar greeted us with an enthusiastic good morning, princess. I bet I know where you're going. She smiled and explained that she was turning into a princess that day. Edgar said that he wanted to escort her to the castle first class and told her only special princesses got to ride in his car. Uh, He had her get in the driver's seat and took pictures of her driving and then let us get aboard and took some more pictures of us all. Uh, He then escorted us down Main Street honking his horn and saying, Wave, princess to my daughter like she was in the parade uh, other cast members waved along the way as well after we made it to the castle he got out and took some more pictures with us i gave him a thank you note that i had prepared before we left home for special cast members and asked if i could take his picture with a tear in his eye he said of course he made my daughter and the rest of us feel so special i'll never forget that morning or meeting edgar he was such a sweet man i hope he's there when we go back in september So. I love those stories, yeah, and that's, that's the cool. reason that I wanted to, uh, to do this uh, Cast Member Hall of Fame. Because, you know, it's easy to complain about cast members we run into that are having an off day or maybe, you know, having an off life or whatever. Um, but there are so many good ones that I want to make sure that they're celebrated and talked about. So if you have a cast member that you would like to nominate for our Cast Member Hall of Fame... Simply send us a picture of the cast member, along with an email explaining your story, to podcast at disunplugged.com, and uh, we'll read them on the show and put them up in our cast member hall of fame, which you'll find on our Facebook, fa- Facebook page, facebook.com slash disunplugged. Why am I losing my voice all I of a sudden? I don't know.
2: you are running out of breath.
0: <laughs> well. Are you getting sick? I may be. Oh, could be. I may be. I wasn't feeling great this morning, so I could be coming down with something. Uh-oh. And now all of you have it. <laughs> um, there is uh, one thing before we get to the poll results or any other. Uh, actually, let's do this. Any other housekeeping?
2: I just want to real quick mention, uh, I talked about it last week on the show, we have a 2015 Alaska group Alaska group club on uh, Royal Caribbean. It's a seven-night Alaska Uh, Sawyer Greeks oh man I can't talk (laughs) it's a 7-night Alaska cruise June 12th or June 19th on the Jewel of the Seas we had a really good response from uh, the first week of this announcement we have 35 people signed up already nice yeah so again this is not limited to anything this is not being based around anything specific it's just a whole bunch of people want to travel together so if you want to travel with us uh, please write to Tracy T-R-A-C-E-Y-H at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com or you can write to me, John at com, and we will be happy to get you information. I know that last week in the show notes page, hopefully this week as well, we had a direct link to the booking engine for this. And this, the pricing is right there. You can see exactly what it's going to cost you and what staterooms we've held in our group. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun. It won't be a huge group. It won't be like a podcast cruise, but, you know, be enough people there to have a good time. So please join us.
0: Awesome. Hmm. Anything else for housekeeping?
1: I do. Um, I'm supposed to remind everybody about the coasting for kids.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: June 8th. And I'm supposed to say, go team East. Does that mean anything? <laughs> is yeah, there's that, an
0: East Coast team and a West Coast oh, okay. This is all to raise money for Give Kids the World.
1: Okay. We need to donate by Friday at noon. And um, that's, I guess that's all I'm supposed oh, to Oh, I'll make say. sure
0: there's a link to that on the show notes page, unplugged.com. Also, uh, I know... Uh, Tom sent the synopsis in, and I don't have it in my script. I forgot to add it. That's my fault. Um, But Thursdays, Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, DizUnplugged.com. Tom Bell and his team. I'm sure they're talking about something fun and wonderful. Uh, this week yeah
3: yeah, in this week uh, he's got it in this week's Disneyland show Mary Jo malata Willie takes a drive to some of uh, Southern California's botanical gardens and Nancy Johnson uh, finishes her look at the California Science Center I thought you were going to say Nancy Johnson stalks
0: her while she does it
1: (laughs) (laughs) drives along behind her
3: but that's the, uh, the California Science Center is the home of the Space Shuttle Endeavor so that's pretty cool so check them out Thursday we'll be talking about
0: that awesome thank you for
3: that anything else Universal show
4: tonight at its brand new time and its PM. brand new location. Prime time, yeah, seven p.m. Eastern time, live. We're going live. up against Modern Family reruns, <laughs> and Fox. Jeopardy, and Wheel of Fortune,
5: and Big
1: Bang, fun. and oh my gosh, you're gonna Basically, miss the wheel. I'm gonna miss the wheel.
5: Yeah, you and your Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How am I gonna choose?
5: <laughs> oh, it's this an is an really easy horrible. Choice. How am
1: I gonna
4: choose? No, Craig's like that. white. let Stella decide.
1: Okay. <laughs>
3: So, okay, anything else? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anything else before I rant? For housekeeping, I I don't believe
0: I have anything. Okay. Okay. Um, One of the things that Sean and Craig have been doing uh, recently uh, on our blog is doing uh, movie reviews. And I think they've done a tremendous job. They're really interesting, well-written reviews. Um, Of course, they're movie reviews, so they're opinions. It's their opinion. Um, and they've gotten very good responses and people have really liked them until Maleficent Um, they did a review of Maleficent this past weekend and I gotta tell you some of what I've seen happen as a result of this review is disgraceful absolutely utterly disgraceful not that people disagree Uh, you know the review was very strong it was negative Um, they didn't like the movie um, and they ha- they outlined their reasons, and I thought it was very well written and put forward a very intelligent justification for why you felt the way you felt. Much more intelligent than the guy who emailed saying, I just saw the movie and loved it, so F you. Oh.
3: <laughs> um, oh <wow. laughs>
0: Sorry.
2: I should have put more in my book. <laughs>
0: um, And, of course, there was a lot of what we saw on Facebook. And, again, I'm not talking about the people who say, I saw it, I loved it, I disagree with you. Perfectly 100% legitimate. Because these are all opinions. There's the group of people that say they're wrong because you disagree with them, that they're wrong. No, they're not wrong. They're 100% right because that was their opinion. And you are 100% right because that's your opinion. Okay? Because let me explain how this works. It is possible for five people to have five different opinions and no one is wrong. Their opinions. Why this threatens you to the point where you have to ask me, do I actually pay them for this? Not only do I pay them for this, but after this show, I am personally writing both of them a bonus check. Just to piss off the people who said it. People don't
2: like me either. <laughs> you should say the mean things they write to me <laughs> say, Remember
6: the controversy I started my first episode
2: <laughs> You know it re- It's really unfortunate because I mean not to We're not competing here But Kevin and I have gotten this before We've gotten emails where How can you be so stupid That's my
7: favorite restaurant yeah. You're ruining it for my family One light. man wrote to me telling me he hoped I died Because I
0: didn't like his restaurant Yeah yeah. yeah I mean this is People what, what, i crazy. mean And we get it it goes with the territory I'm used to it I really, for the most part, let it fall off my back. It really bothered me that it happened to these two because a lot of, some people, and I am going to say a lot, but some people got really personal and made real personal attacks on them. And I got a problem with that. I have a problem with that. You don't have to agree with them. And the vast majority of people that responded said, hey, so I saw it, I didn't agree with you. And okay, that's great. They have been respectful. They respectfully disagreed. Perfect. But... To attack them and to, I mean, and you, and you know, a lot of you are cowards too. Because you hide behind a screen name on a blog or on a website. See, say what you want. They put their names on it. They put their names on it. I put my name on it. You want You want to talk that kind of trash, have the courage of your convictions and actually put your name to it. Because the more anonymous the comment, the more hateful it seems to get.
7: Did you ever go to one of the news websites and read the comment section? Oh, it's crazy. It's the depths of humanity. It is. It, it's, I, and it's never on topic. It's then they just, turn on each other, it's too. It's just hateful. So. And it's always Obama's fault. No matter what the situation, you know, there's a, a girl who was attacked in Iowa. It was Obama's fault. And then it becomes this
0: really nasty... <sighs> I'm, also, I'm also getting a little tired of um, the way Craig is getting painted. We joke around with him calling him grumpy cat and all this other stuff. Some people are taking that a little too far, though. And I don't like some of what I'm saying. And it's not fair, and it's not accurate. He's incredibly passionate about this. He has a flat affect in how he presents. He has a dry sense of humor, a very sardonic wit. Um, And that's all. He's not miserable. He's not hateful. He doesn't hate everything. Uh, Ruffy <laughs> Cat doesn't like it, surprise. I'm going to go see it just because of that. Shut <laughs> up, you idiot. Oh. You know, stuff like that. These are great guys. These are great guys. And I understand it's the internet. And I guess it just bothers me. Like I said, comes at me, I don't care. Um, I'm used to it. I've been doing this for almost two decades. Um, actually, that's the other thing we have to mention. The Diz turned 17 June 1st. Wow. Um,
1: They're picking on my boys, though. So, just...
0: so you know, exactly. That's how I, that's how I felt. So. Oh, she's crying. I, spent... oh, she's crying. <laughs> I think it's cute that Jenny oh. Lynn thinks this is unique. <laughs> 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 she's new. <laughs> um, eventually, you'll be saying, Oh, she's not crying. <laughs> she cries because it's Tuesday. <laughs> But I, uh, I just want I, I just want the both of you to know I said this to you privately, I'm going to say it to you here on the show you did an amazing job, you do an amazing job in general, but you did an amazing job with that review, it was incredibly well written and I'm very proud to have it on my site keep writing them and, and keep being honest and I hope you don't let these idiots out there that are attacking you personally ever, ever, ever temper you from doing that, tell the truth tell the truth, that's why the show is what it is why the site is what it is why the boards are what they are because people tell the truth of of their opinion they're honest about their opinions we're honest about our opinions and i thought that i in particular i thought it was so well written and it was funny i mean there was parts of that i'm reading i'm laughing out loud so i encourage everybody to go read it and check it out we'll have a link to it in the show notes page thanks Pete. but you know what if you disagree if you disagree with them that's fine you don't have to make it personal you don't have to make it personal like that.
1: I'll text them if I don't like it.
7: <laughs> they say <laughs> you, you have. get rid of the really high ones and you get rid of the really low ones and you're somewhere in the middle. The
2: other thing too is you know you're not you're doing your job when you strike up conversation, whether it's really bad conversation whether or there's torches and
1: flames. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
2: You've hit something, so that's always yeah. a good. Well, point. you know,
0: and it's this, but you know, we've seen that. You know, I've seen it with the show. You guys have seen it. There is that you know there there are two very distinct types of Disney fans. They're the ones that want to hear both sides of the of the story, the good and the bad. And there are those that are just threatened when anybody says anything negative about Disney. And they're ju- and I used to be like that. Yeah. I used to be like that. That that anything negative said about Disney really affected me. Um, and so I understand it, <coughs> but you know it's just. You know we've chosen we've chosen a site and a show um that's more about presenting the truth about what we feel not not kissing disney's ass i was
6: going to say not only that but there comes a point when you're putting a brand your love for a brand above a person and you know their experience in life like that's just not okay there's also
2: (laughs) there's a certain detachment i think i think that sometimes people forget that you know we're real people sitting here and that you know, with people are very brave in the darkness of their own Right. Well, they're very, in, in yeah, they're and, and they forget exactly. that you know you might hurt someone's feelings.
4: I don't think they also remember sometimes that we pay attention to this stuff and actually comment and get involved in the conversation. Because oh, you mean like comments on your blog? Oh yeah, like on Facebook, Twitter, on on the blog even. If someone writes a comment, I think they're taken aback whenever someone actually responds especially someone who wrote it. You don't
0: see that on news sites. Well, Craig has done, oh, time. you do. Oh, Craig you has done, back, yeah. But Craig has done a tremendous job responding. Yeah. Um, and I'm very proud of him. Um, he didn't take it lying down. He, you know, stuck to his guns. And you know what? I, like I said, you both get a bonus. You both get a bonus. So. I got a death threat.
6: Kevin is out
0: to get a bonus as well. That's your bonus.
2: (laughs)
6: Oh my! (laughs)
0: I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that's my little rant. It's a good one. On that, Um, we're going to move on to poll results from last week. We asked you two questions. First, if the Magic Kingdom was to stay open for twenty-four hours a day during your visit, would you take advantage of it? Seventy-six percent of you said yes. You will. Well, 24% said, no, I'd like to sleep. Um, but I thought that was a telling number. 76% of the response. And we had, like, almost 3,000 people respond to this poll for some reason. Wow. It was, like, the most responded to poll we've, we've had yet. Um, 76% said yes. They would absolutely take advantage of overnight hours in the Magic Kingdom. I know I will. So um, our second question relates to the five-hour wait time for... Anna and Elsa, we were talking about that and we asked the question, would you wait 5 hours for anything at Walt Disney World well this was pretty overwhelming, 97% of you said no, under no circumstances would I wait 5 hours for anything, while 3% said yes, there were certain experiences that you would wait 5 hours for, and we did get some emails, and I want to make it clear to some of the people that sent emails in, we're not mocking anybody who chooses to do that I just wanted to understand it. I even said that last week when I said this. I'm not asking you to write in because I want to make fun of you. I want to understand it. And, you know, the totality of the responses we got were, you know what? My kids really wanted to see them, and we may not come back. Oh. And so this may be my only opportunity. To which I say, shame on Disney for not figuring out a way. To make sure your kids could see Anna and Elsa without having to wait five hours. There is a way. I mean, there's... Well, if, if you're lucky enough to get one of the Fast Passes. If you're lucky enough.
3: No, I mean, Disney could... Well, yeah, there's that. Uh, but Disney could easily come up with solutions that they've used. Right, that's pass. what I'm
0: saying. You're saying there is yeah. a way, and I'm, I'm waiting for you to tell me what it is.
3: Yeah. It's, I mean...
0: There is a way for Disney to do it, is what you're, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: But you're not going to tell us what it is. <laughs> the secret.
6: <laughs> well, like a character meal is. Well, when... We also
0: don't want to ruin any magic. That's exactly right. right. Well, I, I just, you know, I, I, I want to be very clear. We're not mocking anybody who chooses to do that. And God bless you. If for your kids, you'll do that. That's fantastic.
1: Well, I wouldn't. I'm um, sorry,
0: but that. I will. And 97 of the yeah. people responded to the poll wouldn't either. Um,
2: most of the people who wrote in seemed to be on the side of they would and told us why.
0: Right. Right. So that's interesting. Well that's what we asked for. If I, I had asked right. if specifically if you're one of those people who would wait five hours, please just, you know, kind of tell me so I can kinda of get my head around it a little bit more. And you know, the way these people wrote about it and the circumstances under which they chose to make that wait. You know, again, you know, um, one guy from the UK saying, I don't know when I'm getting back here again and my daughters were in tears they wanted to see Anna and Elsa okay done yeah and you know I probably in the same situation would probably do the same thing um so I think it just depends on your kids and your circumstances you know uh, one person had said uh, posted on Facebook that you know I live here so it's easy for me to get back so no I'm not going to wait five hours but, you know, we got to remember, for the vast majority of people, that's not the case. For a lot of people, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing.
7: Apparently, there's a lot of people who are willing to do it. Because yes. there's a five-hour wait.
0: Yeah, exactly.
7: So it's, you know, there's a bunch of people who are willing to do this. And this goes back to the review. I'm always amazed when people get offended by us having an opinion. I can't believe that people were offended by Sean and Craig's review. I read it, I haven't seen the movie, and I thought, oh, it's their opinion. But that's what you do with every review. And we tell people that all the time with our restaurant reviews. Go try it yourself and make your own opinion. This is ours.
0: We, exactly.
7: I'm amazed that people have this level of animosity. It tells me that they're just not happy to begin with. That if something like this can set them off, there's got to be an underlying problem. True. This is, I mean, this is not a big deal. This is you just looking to vent about something else. And you took it out on these two,
0: or us for having an opinion about... Well, the guy who sent in the email that said fu I was very tempted to put his name and his email address on the show today and say, you know, if you're going to send us email like that, we're going to share with the world who you are. Since, you know, you want to be like that, well, okay. I found him on Facebook, actually. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah.
6: Oh, are we friends? Um,
0: <laughs> oh, no. Uh,
6: Not anymore. <laughs>
7: This so, goes back to a discussion that I, we was going on on the boards about how people are so easily offended that, you know, Fran Liebowitz, a writer who hasn't written a book since the 70s, said, being offended is a natural consequence of leaving the house. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know what? No one has a right to not be offended, but I'm amazed at the vitriol that comes out of people.
0: Uh, and I think, I, for me, as I get older, it's um, getting a little bit better. I, I, I know that feeling. Of everything, like I'm taking offense to everything, um, so I do know that feeling. I think as I get older, and as I do this for a living, that certainly is helped.
7: But you also become sort of hardened to it. And I don't want to say you don't care, but it means less after a while. Right. Spit and sput and sputter and carry on and fine. Just don't come to my door.
0: All right. Wow. So that's our it's discussion such a happy on the poll
1: today. I know. So <laughs> Okay. Aren't
0: you glad you wore pink?
1: I am such a happy
0: colour. <laughs> Alright, that'll do it for housekeeping, and we're gonna move on to Johnny with the news. Alright,
1: our
2: first first news story. World's tallest coaster coming to central Florida, but not in a major theme park. A West 2 news investigation reveals the world's tallest roller coaster is coming to Central Florida. U.S. Thrill Rides, designer of the Polar Coaster, vertical roller coaster has been saying for months that it has a client in Florida to buy and build the ride, but but would not say where it would be built. Now, documents made public provide evidence the coaster is coming to Orange County, most likely on International Drive near Mango's Tropical Cafe and the Orlando Eye, both of which are currently under construction. In November, at the amusement industry convention, U.S. Thrill Rides President Michael Kitchen detailed the plans for the ride and the attraction. It will feature a concert hall, entertainment, restaurant, and retail space all 570 feet in the air. Quote, imagine being 50 stories in the air and orbiting the entire observation structure, rolling inverted and coming down to the ground. It's going to be an incredible ride, he said. (laughs)
0: There you go. Anyone looking forward to this? No. So there's
1: a restaurant up there? Yeah. It's going to be... Have you seen... um, Feed you and send you on your way? You know, like... uh,
2: uh, I can't think of what it's called, but the buildings where it's a, a needle, like
4: a space needle
2: in right, Seattle, right, right, right. Seattle, I couldn't think mm-hmm. of it. And the top is going to have a restaurant. Is going to be entertainment at the top, but the whole structure up—can you see the picture? The whole yeah. structure is going to be a roller coaster where you kind of like go a gumball machine. It looks, yeah, it looks like one of those machines you find at the mall where the gumball comes mm-hmm. out of the spiral.
5: I didn't read your news story before the show, and so I was disappointed that it's not an Amy Polar themed parks and recreation.
2: <laughs> the polar coast, polar coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I love that they're doing all this stuff in International Drive. There was just another story about some giant shopping mall is going to go in there. I'm not sure this is going to revitalize International Drive the way they think it's going to. Well,
0: you got to keep in mind that the vast majority of these attractions that they put up on i are designed for the people coming to conventions. Um, you know, this is where the Orange County Convention Center is. Uh, Rosen Plaza and Rosen Center, also big convention space over there. Um, so I think a lot of these things, a lot of these restaurants, a lot of these attractions are really there for that market because that's mostly who stays there. Um, I mean, you do get tourists on staying on I-Drive. I'm not saying you don't. I just think it's probably more of a, uh, a convention type deal. Um, but these things do well.
7: I also think it has to do with the fact that people can't afford to go to Disney every day. So there's other things in the area for True, them to do. This is the
0: filler stuff that they would right. do. But these attractions, these these you know one-off attractions that are not in theme parks, they do well. You have the Sky Coaster down in Kissimmee. Um, and that's always, you know, that's been there for years. Um, You're talking about the big slingshot? Yes. Oh, called The Sky Coaster. Yeah. It terrifies Fun me. Spot. Uh, Fun Julie's spot. and
6: it is. It's one called Fun, spot. There's, fun spot. there's two Fun Spots.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Fun Spot does pretty good yeah, too. Yeah, they I mean, do. It's they
6: huge. They right? do. My yeah. kids really <laughs> want. My daughter wants to have her birthday at Fun Spot. Really?
1: They yeah. dance yeah.
6: on the she has an annual pass to Disney, but she wants to go have her birthday at Fun Spot. Because they're dancing I. on the commercials. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not sold on this. The Orlando Eye sounds interesting. It sounds like it might be something to, cool to do once and get that sort of view of. Until you you're, realize
7: you're gonna see Suburban Sprawl.
2: I'm <laughs> exactly. Just I'm just I can flying. see my house from here. <laughs> I don't
1: know.
2: All right. Our second news story. James Cameron says Pandora, the land of Avatar, is a tentative name for New Disney attraction. Look how excited Kevin is. (laughs) James Cameron revealed to audiences at the Los Angeles Times Hero Complex Film Festival on Saturday, May 31st, that the official name of the newest addition to Disney's Animal Kingdom might be called Pandora, the Land of Avatar. That's
7: where they're going to sell those little beads. I
2: know. He also discussed some of the technical advances Disney Imagineers are making in the park, particularly with the animatronic Navi. He said they were looking into doing something olfactory in the park to simulate the experience of being in a rainforest. Then he added the following. It's going to have floating mountains. It's pretty cool. I've seen the model. It's <laughs> a quote, people. I've seen the model and design work the Imagineering people have done is spectacular. They've got a quarter inch to the foot-scale model of the whole park, and I've looked at all the sight lines. It's not a park. It's a land within the park, but a land is not just a ride. There will be several rides and a number of other attractions. It's really just a place you're going to want to go and hang out. It's going to be gorgeous. Um, He's eloquent. The animatronics for the Na'vi characters are going to be fantastic. For example, their early animatronics would use 12 axis of rotation, and I think the most they have ever done was 32 axis recently. I think they're up to 64 just in the face of the Na'vi
7: characters. Mm. So it's going to be remarkable. They're going to have old factory
0: stuff? hmm You should ride Soren.
1: So you just hang out and watch the mountains float around?
0: No, I'm sure it's going to be more than that. Um, look, you know, everybody can roll their eyes all they want. James Cameron and Joe Rohde yeah. are working on this. So we can all say what we want about Avatar Land... I'm telling you now, James Cameron, one of the most successful filmmakers in history, and Joe Rody, one of the most brilliant imagineers Disney has ever produced, are working on this. Does anybody really think it's possible that's going to suck just because you didn't like the movie? And if you do, be prepared to say, I was wrong. Because I'm telling you, I'm, look, it's not like I'm some like avatar freak. I love the movie. I thought it was great. I'm really looking forward to the next one. But I'm not going to paint myself blue or anything. Um, <laughs> nor am I going to a convention. Hi, Mike. Um, but I think, you know, doing something like this in Animal Kingdom, A, the park, needs, although not as much as I thought it did when we get to the yeah. part where we talk about the top theme parks in the world. Um... Uh, I think it's going to, I think, every, with especially with everything else they're doing in that park uh, right now and coming up, adding this on, um, that we've, I, I, I think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be phenomenal. I do have something to add on
3: Avatar Land. When we were uh, there the other day, we noticed that um, they have walls up all throughout the village of Harambe, not on the side where Festival, Festival of the Lion King just opened, but on the other side behind all the shops and the bathrooms and near the Wildlife Express train. I uh, have it from a pretty good source that uh, you know they're expanding the walkway back there. They're uh, expanding the village so that it connects to Asia a little bit better. And we'd also heard about Avatar Land. What we had taken the backstage magic tour, right? And we had gone backstage, and we saw the construction site for Avatar Land. And the first initial thought was, okay, this is really, really small. Yeah, that um, was
2: always a concern I had. It seemed like they were putting in a very small footprint, especially since in the beginning it was going to go on one of those back savannas. It yeah. didn't have anything associated with it.
3: Well, what what I found out is that not only is it taking up the space that uh, Camp Mini Mickey is taking up that bumps all the way back to that perimeter road, um, I've heard that they're going to change that perimeter road up. They're going to expand out almost twice as far as what the current construction is going back. So it's going to be at least twice as big as what we're seeing in the construction backstage right now. And they'll reroute that perimeter road. So this is going to be a really huge area compared to what we initially thought. Um, It's going to be a nice, It'll be a much larger land
0: than we thought it was going to be. So,
4: I, I don't think there's any argument that it's going to be beautiful looking. My problem is I... I love to buy merchandise around my favorite theme park stuff. So, like, I go crazy in the Wizarding World, and whenever we got to see Cars Land, I, I went insane there too. Like, I just don't see where that's going to translate into Avatar Land, where I'm going to want to buy my Navi shirt or like it, a special drink. Like, i i don't know if I'd want to walk around with Blue Juice or whatever. They're going to find juice. a way to tie it in. And that's, that's where it's disappointing for me. Now, I know it's well, going to look you, how great. How can it be then.
0: disappointing? You don't know what it's going to be yet. I just, I don't... <laughs> you're not helping Do you want to actually like, wait to see what it is before no, you're disappointed by it? No.
4: No, I'm not disappointed. I know it's going to be beautiful. I'm just trying to figure out what they're going to do to tie it in to make it even better on that merchandising and extra... Food and beverage standpoint. Well, I, I can't I, think of. What I don't know. I,
0: do. I think the, the the last thing on the list for me that I'm excited about personally is the merchandising and yeah. the food. Um, I want to see these attractions. I want to see what they do, how they imagine this planet, in this land that they're they're creating an animal kingdom. That's what I want to see. I love the I want idea to, of
6: them putting that olfactory aspect into it. I'm really big on smells. <clears throat> well, pleasant smells. I, I can, I can <clears throat> tell. Oh, come on, um, pleasant smells. Anyway, you know, you know, we get attached to smells like the moldy, uh, mildewy smell in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or you get attached to that smell. <coughs> Yes.
2: The smoky smell. Yes, in oh. the Rome area. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. The ride with the ball in it. The ball with the ride in it.
0: Spaceship Earth. Space ship yeah, Earth.
6: even the mildewy smell of <laughs> even
0: Did you going. the ball with the ride in it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my happened. God, he is his father. <laughs> that the, just the, happened. The tra- that was me the too transformation hey, What is was complete. that about? Wow. The transformation is complete. Ladies and gentlemen, Al Magi.
2: <laughs> I think part of what was amusing about this story was the way he was quoted. I think that's what kind of got my attention. Not the fact that what they're doing, because nobody knows what they're doing yet. There's a lot of speculation about the rides and the shows and stuff. So I'm, you know, wait and see. But I just thought it was funny. It was, it was kind of weird the way he was quoted.
6: Can we discuss something else? No. no. Is <laughs> <Does> it about <laughs> me? No. I I'd like mean, to change the subject. I, no, I mean <laughs> the the issue of the name. <clears throat> this is a pet peeve of mine when it comes to Disney. Why do we have to have names that are like seven words long? You know, Pandora: The Land of Avatar. Why can't we just call it Pandora? I mean, I think like The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh or The Barnstormer featuring Goofy as the Great Goofini. Do we really need to say all a, that in order to name a ride? I have a feeling like, can part it just of be this Pandora
2: is, I have a feeling part of the name is because of his licensing. You know, he wants to tie it into the second and the third movies you got to get Avatar in there somewhere, and you've got to we'll kind Just call
1: it Avatar, you know? Well, Dollywood, Dollywood? Avatar Land. Land? I
4: think the Pandora <laughs> bracelet people would get pissed off if you were just saying And the radio, yeah, music radio Pandora
6: is like a mythological term from ever ago. Yes, I mean, but really other people like are
7: using it. There's a radio station, you, uh, an internet radio that's Pandora. And there is a company selling jewelry that's Pandora. So if you just do it, there's... Um, There is a
6: crossover. I mean just because they officially complicated
0: Yeah, but just because they officially name it that doesn't mean that's what we have to say. No, everyone's
6: gonna shorten it somehow. Nobody ever Mommy, mommy, I want to go see the blue people. That's what's gonna be. Nobody ever says the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. You say, You want to go on Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Or Pooh or whatever. You don't ever say, Do you want to go to the Barnstormer featuring Goofy as the great Goofini? We do. No, you do not. (laughs) I stop it right now. (laughs) Um,
0: Oh she is just like
6: That is such a pet pet peeve of mine. Uh, I just, can can we just be more concise? I don't know. Sorry, I'm done. Next news story, Good. (laughs)
2: Before she explodes. Totally done. Before she breaks into cheer. All right, and uh, my final news story is plotline and actors announced for Pixar's upcoming Inside Out. Details have been released about Pixar's upcoming film Inside Out, directed by Pete Doctor. An impressive list of stars are attached to the project, including Amy Poehler of Polar Coaster, Mindy Kaling, (laughs) Bill Hader, Louis Black, and Phyllis Smith. The movie will have... Phyllis Smith? The movie will have... Yes, you've thrown me now. I have to start from the beginning. (laughs) Pandora, the Land of Avatar. (laughs) Um, The movie will take viewers inside the mind of an 11-year-old named Riley. Growing up can be a bumpy road, and it's no exception for Riley, who is uprooted from her Midwest life when her father starts a new job in San Francisco. Cue the tears.
3: It's the story of Teresa. (laughs) I thought
2: someone to get uprooted from her Midwest life. Like all of us, Riley is guided by her emotions. Joy, Amy Poehler. Fear, Bill Hader. Anger, Louis Black. Of course. (laughs) Disgust, Minnie Kaling. And sadness, Phyllis Smith. The emotions live in headquarters, the control center inside Riley's mind, where they help her help advise her through everyday life, as Riley and her emotions struggle to adjust to a new life in San Francisco, turmoil ensues in headquarters.
5: This
0: may sound like that attraction Brandy that was Brandy in the yeah, no, Sybil. Sybil is like things are schizophrenic.
2: Right. The people, the people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing about Pixar. I, I never like when they talk about the film before it comes out. I always think it sounds stupid. But I always liked their movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going
7: to like the merchandising for the <laughs> <laughs> No,
2: go <laughs> no, the, the food. the <laughs> food. <laughs>
0: oh, <bye>. The sadness <laughs> bowl. Um,
6: the sadness. I <laughs>
0: don't want <laughs> the, the cocktail.
6: Sadness <laughs> salad. <laughs> but you, have, you totally have a point, though. Like,. <laughs> Think of things like when they came out, they announced Wall-E, and they tried to explain the plot for that. And, and it just right. or, or up, you know, it sounds really oh, really dumb. Depressing. But then in the but up okay. is fantastic. It is. I can't it watch is that montage of the movie it. without oh crying. My God, it's a Still person. can't. Wall-E is fantastic, and there's great. hardly any talking okay. in it, but. Um, is
5: Teresa
0: just sitting there, like just yeah. channeling something? Yeah, she's <laughs> talking over everybody. Really, she's, she's talking over everything. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> she's doing her own show in her head. She has her own command
7: <laughs> center. She
2: does.
1: Little civil thing going on here. Okay, the airplane by sorry. John. Her, she's <laughs> <running>
6: by <Jimmy laughs> no, I'm just. I just think your point is a really good one. We can talk about this. Okay, sounding, talk more about that. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Say more about that. Never mind. I'm Jenny
2: Lynn just validated <laughs> no, you. I, I they,
6: am. I'm validating you. I
2: think you agree with me. They come out with these things and you think, this sounds so dumb. But then the movies are so great. Exactly. So great they
6: make
1: you cry.
0: Yeah. Well, not yeah. John. They don't make John cry.
1: John never cries.
0: John only yeah. cries when he looks at the bank statement. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, these guys are getting
2: bonuses. Waterworks. works. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> And that's it for my news. I understand Pete has an extra news story. I do.
0: Just this morning, uh, Sean sent through a link um, that uh, Themed Entertainment Association uh, released their uh, list of the uh, uh, most popular theme parks in the world for 2013. They do this every year. And uh, while some of it was not a surprise, some of it is very telling. Um, just taking a look at the Orlando theme parks first... Um, Obviously, Magic Kingdom was number one, 18.6 million people. That's what they estimate. That was just last weekend. Yeah, exactly. A 6% increase, which is very, very healthy. And I think that's a real testament to New Fantasyland and what they've done. I
5: think compared to last year,
0: last year's was a 2% increase. So for it to jump from 2 to 6 is huge. It's huge, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Epcot, 11.2 million people. That was up 1.5%, but the number two theme park. Animal Kingdom number three, this kind of surprised me. Um, uh, 10.2 million, up 2%. Hollywood Studios right behind Animal Kingdom with 10.1 million. Think of the difference of the size of those parks and right. the same number of people going through. That's why Hollywood Studios always feels like That's the- a claustrophobic nightmare.
3: And that is very typical. Having worked at both of those theme parks um, and looking at from an in, internal numbers, looking at the attendance on any given day, those are very similar in their attendance. They are the two least, uh, obviously less than Magic Kingdom and Epcot, but Animal Kingdom, it, like you're saying, absorbs it in the in the same way like Epcot absorbs its crowds. It's it spreads it out. Studios, it's like. Yeah. Hot box, it's crazy. Exactly.
2: So no wait, you're reading it just the top. Four. I'm just taking a look at. I'm just taking a look at Orlando. But these are the top four in order. This is in order of. MGM is
0: more than Universal. I'm getting there. It's unbelievable. Just, just living. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> Islands of Adventure is next. At 8.1 million, a two percent increase from last year. Um, but you think about that, Islands of Adventure is two million behind. When, you th- it's, when we talk about, you know, Universal's growth, the amount of uh, uh, the amount of ground they have to make up to really start challenging Disney in terms of these numbers. Um, but $8.1 million for Islands of Adventure, that's a 2% increase. Here's the killer number. Universal Orlando comes in at number 6 on this list with $7 million, but it's up 14% from last year. Okay. 14%. This is a park that, when did they open? 89? 90 Okay, so this is a 24-year-old theme park that is now, that that saw 14% growth. And this is, Diagon Alley's not open yet. Diagon Alley is not open yet. This is from last year. This is Transformers. This is Despicable Me. Simpsons. Simpsons. 14%. What is this number going to look like next year? After think- Diagon Alley, even with six months of Di- five or six months of Diagon Alley, do you think this includes uh, things like Halloween Horror Nights? Well, D- Dustin had brought that up too. That um, I'm sure that draws people into the parks, but I don't think it's going that Halloween Horror Nights or anything else that they did is going to warrant a 14 percent increase. You've got a corporate parent investing big bucks. They had a lot of new attract or a few new attractions in particular transformers yeah. which is very popular.
6: And everything's going up very quickly. It's not taking years for them to bring their projects into reality you know're
0: right, exactly. not Disney, waiting. We're right. not
6: waiting for years for new fantasy land to right. come out.
0: But. Right exactly. Um, so 14% increase. ladies and gentlemen, this is why Disney is dropping crab cakes in their shorts. increase, and this is without Diagon Alley. And this is why, all of a sudden, you know, I I keep going back to a few years ago, Bob Iger saying no more big capital expenditures were done. And a few billion dollars later, keys keep ramping it up and ramping it up, and this is why. This is one of the reasons why. And this is without Diagon Alley. Next year's number, I am really interested to see what it's going to look like
4: it's still not going to be huge just because of uh capacity reasons universal uh studios florida it it just can't fit that many people it's it's in the same level as hollywood studios where it it just it can't handle that much i think their peak capacity is like fifty thousand on a day and then magic kingdom's what like 90 i think somewhere around 80 yeah yeah so it, it it can never handle the crowds as much and right now i mean Whenever we went to see Huey Lewis on Saturday night, it was like walking in just like, if you're trying to get through people, it was just like pushing through the crowd. Yeah, it gets crowded. It gets crowded, no question. And with more people, I mean, it's going to be even more, I think they're going to hit capacity a lot more often now because of it.
0: The other telling number uh, in this report is uh, the number seven park in Orlando, which is SeaWorld. Uh, 5.1 million down 5%. Down five percent. Now how much of that has to do with blackfish, I right. don't know. Um, but it's I mean when everything else in town is up by at least two percent and SeaWorld's down by five.
6: I think it's telling.
0: You gotta you gotta think that it it's, has it's some- a
6: factor. I would say it's definitely a factor. Blackfish has definitely made a mark.
2: There's definitely impact from that. I think though Seaworld suffers more from the fact that it doesn't do big new stuff.
7: I think it has I agree I think SeaWorld is suffering because Universal's up 14% Right You know things like the big the
2: big roller coasters they haven't been a big roller coaster in in years you know they don't do the new big stuff that uh, the other parks do but um, I think we're going to see Disney's answer to a lot of this I'm going to go back to that idea that they're going to start staying open late I think that's going to be something that's part of their model. Look,
7: it's certainly going to increase their
2: attendance. Look at at Animal Kingdom now; they're looking at leaving it open later. These Harambe nights. Well, I'll tell you what: if
0: Universal thinks if Universal thinks they can get away with it and it's going to help, they'll match. If Disney does it, I'm telling you, I would be. I can't tell you how excited I would be if you know, living here, living here in Orlando, if it was 10 o'clock at night and I could say, you know what. I just feel like going and hanging out in the Magic Kingdom, and I get in the car and drive. Oh my god!
2: My prediction is we're going to see twenty-hour theme parks.
1: That's what we're going to see in the future.
0: I, I'm one thousand percent behind that concept. I really cool am.
1: summer nights, not so hot,
0: right? Exactly, exactly. I'll be there. Um, the uh, couple other things that were interesting. Like why did this my script jump? Okay, um, the next uh, the next set of theme parks. We're talking about the water parks. Um, Typhoon Lagoon in terms of Orlando Typhoon Lagoon 2.1 million up 2% but it has been unseated from the top spot worldwide it's a water park in China that is now bigger than Typhoon Lagoon and this is the first time I think if unless I miss uh, this is the first time Typhoon Lagoon has fallen from, from grace uh, or that, that Disney right. at least didn't have the top spot uh, Blizzard Beach, one uh, one point nine million. That was up two percent. Uh, Aquatica, one point six million, up one percent. Wet and Wild, one point three million, up one percent. Um, but I just had fewer fatalities <laughs> than <the> year before. <laughs> yeah. um, the other number that w- in this report that I thought was very interesting, though, is that they also combine <coughs> the total attendance by corporate parent. So, Walt Disney Attractions. Now, this covers everything. This covers every park in the world with a Disney name on it. 132.5 million people passed through Disney turnstiles in 2013. That's almost 5% up from the year before. That's a good number. Merlin Entertainments Group, I'm not sure who they own. Uh, Maybe somebody could do a quick google search on that for me Sean Sean is, is um, say... but merlin entertainments group is number two is that the
2: parent company of uh
5: six flags it's um lego so lego land
0: okay oh. so the lego oh. group well they Mer- have a lot of parks merlin entertainments group uh just under 60 million not even half of what disney did and they're the number two spot and they're the number two spot and they're up 11 percent. lego i guess getting very aggressive but notice, not on the list. I don't even think it made any made the top 20. I
3: don't think any of their individual
0: parks are going to make it on the list, but as a collective. As a collective. Yeah. Um, number three, universal parks and resorts, 36.3 million. This is worldwide now. So this includes uh, Japan California. and California and I think Singapore, uh, Singapore uh, is the other location. 36.3 million, up 5.3%. Um, Six Flags is actually number five on this list, list with 26 million. So when you look at the overall picture of where Disney stands, obviously, Top. at 132 million uh, uh, visitors last year it up. they are by far, you know, the largest um, you add the next three together, and it does not equal yeah. Disney. Um,
6: you know, we complain every year about them raising those ticket prices, but it's obviously not deterring anyone from going.
0: No, it's not. It's not. So. You know, you see the Magic Kingdom with a 6% increase this year. The other parks, Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios all saw a 1.5 to 2% increase.
7: We also um, have the um, the economy's
0: doing better. It is.
7: Which sort of... Feeds into the fact that everything park, rises, right? Up. Everything uh-huh. comes up, and I'm not saying that's not a great number. I'm just saying that that's probably
0: also China fun. has caught the theme park by A lot of these top worldwide lists, you're seeing China coming up a lot. I mean, that's where all the people are, so that you know it kind of helps. But um, you know, there's of course Shanghai Disney scheduled to open, I believe, next year. Yeah,
2: Carl um, Holtz is extremely excited. He's just going to talk about it.
0: Well, it's from what I've heard. Incredible. I mean it's gonna be amazing yeah um, but you say yeah, got Shanghai Disney opening um and uh, you've got everybody kind of investing in China and so yeah. China's like starting to emerge as a real contender in terms of theme parks well like you said there's a huge market there there is <laughs> not I mean, like that, saying, you know
2: not only like that they're they're getting a rising middle class yes which is something they never had before so they have people with a little more disposable income and looking for
0: uh, escapes so. exactly. So I thought that was very interesting. I thought those numbers were incredibly interesting and uh, very telling. and fourteen percent the big the big takeaway for me on this fourteen percent for Universal Orlando. And while I agree with you, Craig, they have capacity issues. I don't think uh, obviously that's not holding them back from growing fourteen percent. I still think they have more room to grow.
2: yeah, they um, obviously now, have places to go with that number. You might see them do what? you know other places that are, you might see them actually expand out into service areas
0: you know well you can knock down out. the uh, the hard rock uh, venue <laughs> not the hotel the venue <laughs> expand into that that brings in some big concerts Chicago was just there
4: <gasps> for the weekend 25 or 6 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was more excited that you saw Huey listen to the news It was so good it's I the know, power it's
3: okay. of love yeah. Yeah. I like Chicago too I
0: love Huey I, I love Chicago so, all right, that will do it for the news. Thank you for that, John. Uh, we're going to move on to uh, last week's Where in the World photo. Uh, for those watching live, uh, here's the photo from last week. Um, and uh, Dustin, just tell them
3: where it was from. It's, uh, <coughs> excuse me, it's the fountain right outside of La Hacienda um, in Mexico. And know restaurant. a few people got this one uh, right. Well, I know within five minutes, Ian Globinger got it right. So he... He wins. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. He wins
1: nothing. Nothing for you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my guest bathroom, the shower tiles around the top.
0: So this <laughs> week we're going back to a caption this, and I actually dug out a photo. Holy crap! From 2011. Of Teresa, this is on our uh, Mediterranean cruise. Uh, Amazing. Back in 2011, um, we did the ABD add-on with this, and one of the things they did was they took us into the town of Sorrento in Italy, and we got uh, you know private lunch in this great Italian restaurant, and we made pizza. And so this is a picture of Teresa. I was working on that making pizza that oh, was a good day that was a good that was a, fun, that was a that fun was trip. a fun day you were nose deep in pizza huh? I was
1: yeah, I was was kept having... trying to
0: eat it before it was cooked you
1: should have seen me throw that sucker in the air and spin it was a good day
0: so that's our caption this photo for this week if, you wanted, if you're if you listening and want to check it out facebook.com slash just and you can add your caption we'll read it on next week's show
1: heck digging a different file next
0: week oh and I forgot to mention we have a winner from the poll I always do that um, and the winner this week was uh, Stacy Saint Pierre Gillette, um, and she gets a fifty dollars Disney gift card. Stacy, if you're watching, we did uh, send you an email. Just need to send us your contact information so we can get that out to you. And we draw a name at random every week from the people who respond to our poll question, and that person will win a fifty dollars Disney gift card.
7: Yay, Stacy!
0: Yay! So, with that, we will move on to rapid fire, and we will start with John.
2: All right, um, Kevin and I went to it well, was like feedback over yeah, there, yeah. a little bit loud. Yeah, it's sorry good. about that. Kevin and I spent the weekend in New York City. We had a really great time. We saw some shows. The best part of the weekend, I tried Uber for the first time. What
0: is Uber? And
7: Uber oh. is an app. <laughs> I, We're going to see Neil Patrick Harris and Hedwig and John's playing with the Uber app. It's the best thing ever. It is an app you
2: put on a smartphone and it connects uh, passengers to drivers. So instead of hailing a cab in New York City you go to the app and you look for it shows you the nearest cars near you and you schedule a pickup at your location, and it says a driver will be there in two minutes, and this is his name, and this is his license. But you can also do what they call black cars, which are sedans, for more money. You can do uh, SUVs. They come with drivers? What's to
0: stop, what's to stop Like me from doing this? With because you have to sign up for Uber.
2: You mean stop you from what, being a car to be a driver?
0: You know, How do I know car? that I'm getting a legitimate driver? Because
2: well, first, f- first and foremost, they are identified as Uber on the car somehow.
0: Right. No, I'm saying, though, but, I mean, every city, every city, you know, in New York, it's a medallion. Every city certifies their... See,
2: Uber will certify them. Uber will go, you go through a process as the driver, you apply, you give them information, they go through a vetting process. It's actually, from what I understand, more strict than... Uh, a New York City cab driver would have to go through.
0: Really, to there's get a medallion. A, there's a
2: back. There's a back uh, round check. Uh, criminal thing,
7: check. things like that. The other that. thing is and you and you, um, you enter your ad, your credit card information in your Uber account. So when you're picked and dro- picked up and dropped off, there's no money. There's changing no money hands. On
2: being changed hands. It goes strictly out of your account into their account. You can get a um, you can get a quote. So I said, pick us up at the hotel and drop us off at this address. I knew how much it was going to be. We did a test. We took a cab out to a restaurant the first night. It was thirty dollars with tip. We took an Uber back. It was thirty dollars with
7: tip, and we got an SUV. We got a suburban. I also have to tell you, it's like taking a limousine. The drivers are helpful. They get your bags out of the back of the car. They open the door for you. There's water bottles in the back of the seats so you for, for your ride. Interesting. This is definitely now. This isn't just New York City. This is, I don't remember how many cities 36
2: countries, 60 U.S. cities
7: with 137 million people. Have you ever tried to hail a cab in the theater district when the shows are letting out?
0: Oh, God, it's insane.
7: Insane. Everybody coming out of the theater was standing on the, cab, the curb waiting for a cab to drive by. The car pulled up, and John and I got in, and an older lady grabbed my hand. She goes, how'd you do this? I said, "Do you have a smartphone?" She said, "Yes." I said, "Download the Uber app." And there, she stood on the curb, signing up for this. Well, how does he? They bill it as your private driver.
1: So how do you I just, just want to say real is? quick,
7: the connection here for
2: being a rapid fire is that Uber is coming to Orlando. No time frame, but I think this is going to be a
7: great uh, something great for people staying. Because people in Orlando don't hail cabs; you have to call a car service. Yeah. We found this. We found it worked. I never waited. I think the longest I waited was on Saturday night, and it was probably about six minutes in front of the theater before the SUV pulled up. It's really cool, because they show you the cars in your area,
2: and then you say, okay, I want to pick up now. And they say, okay, three minutes away, and you follow the car. As it comes to pick you up, it tells you who the driver is, shows you a picture of the driver. Oh, you see his picture
1: before. Okay.
7: (laughs) The drivers were friendlier. The drivers were more knowledgeable. The drivers were more willing to help. I mean, you've been in a cab... And there's usually odorous. Yes. And Nice,
2: clean cars, because pretty much everybody owned their own car. We asked them, is this your car? Is it a fleet <laughs> car?
7: Well, it was we- interesting. I wanted to know if they worked for a company like that, that owned a fleet of cars. How did they like it? All Uber? of the cars were very well maintained, and the drivers seemed proud of their cars. So it was private. Huh. Private. The other thing they said was, they there is, there's the luck of the draw, just like there is in a cab. The closest driver gets your call. So they said if you're out in some place where there's not a lot of uh, need for it, you can lose out. They said so what's happening is a lot of the cars are you know sort of cruising around midtown. But then
0: you might lose out we'll on have a huge 7,000 of these cars parked outside the airport.
7: Right. <laughs> we found it, was, it rained in New York City. We had a car in two minutes in the rain. You've hailed a cab in New York in the rain? Yeah. It's impossible. I live there, of course. Right, I, but it's impossible. Right. I, what I was getting was I was getting you to agree with me that it's impossible to get a cab in the rain. It's this tough. Is, this, this is something you would
2: absolutely love.
7: You would absolutely love
2: it because it's kind of like having your own personal driver in the city.
7: John would call the car, and we would come down in the elevator, and the guy would be outside the hotel. They would text either text ahead of time
2: or call you, just want to let you know I'm on my way. Wow, makes exactly you feel like
1: Big you?
7: from Sex and the City. <laughs> you know something? It's funny, I was riding around in these black cars and I thought, it's Mr. Big. Yeah. Leave it to Teresa, to gay it And then one of the guys who was driving us was a friend with Chris Noth and he has been his personal driver. So it was Sorry. my cool Mr. Big connection. Awesome.
2: So excited that it's coming to Orlando. I think it's going to be a boom for this area. Yeah. I think people
0: like it. Excellent. Thank you, John. Kevin?
7: Due to an unfortunate cancellation, we find ourselves with an extra room for our December 2014 Backstage Magic. So if you've been dying to go, write to me, Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel. I have a space if you want to go. We're still waiting on contracts for 2015. Yes, I've gotten every single one of your requests to be put on the wait list. Um, I don't want to tell people to not request being put on the wait list. I'm pretty sure that I have more than enough people to fill our trips but again if you want to be on the wait list you never know the other thing I want to do is I want to announce for the folks who are traveling this July I know who your special guest is going to be we are going to have Alice Davis speak to our group Alice is responsible for the costumes in It's a Small World and Pirates of the Caribbean she's responsible for the costumes in many Disney movies and she was married to Mark Davis the Imagineer responsible for Tinkerbell and
0: things along that's awesome yeah
7: um, Alice has a window on Main Street in Disneyland right next to her husband Mark. And I understand that if you come with questions for Alice, Alice can be what's the word I'm looking for? Entertaining. I understand that she can go off color once in a while. Awesome. However, Alice is approaching I think she's ninety, so it's a, a great chance to get to meet and talk to a Disney legend. Cool. just the type of thing we do on our trips
3: if you'd like to get to know who she is kind of there's a really great special feature on the saving mr banks DVD oh, really? that came out if you get the special edition um, there's a whole documentary about it and she features prominently on there so maybe that's a good way cool. to check her out also we
4: have on our YouTube channels uh, a couple videos from d23 that she was involved in some panels she's doing rough but she's she's very very cool to listen she's to. She's doing rough. Yeah, she's doing rough. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, she's almost ninety. She's she's very. So that makes rough. Her
1: rough. Is she feeble? Oh yes, she feeble.
4: We'll go with feeble. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come up with any other synonyms?
0: Oh, woo. <laughs> I don't know the feeble wow. and rough wow. synonyms. The 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 uh, maleficent experience has left him better.
7: Apparently. <laughs> I don't think those two words Sweet mean the same thing. It, yeah.
6: Remember, she was I, crying for you earlier yeah, really. in the show.
0: <laughs> she always cries for me. <laughs> okay, Argentina. Um, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Teresa.
6: All right.
1: I um, take myself out to lunch once a week at work at the Welcome Center. She has a me party. And... Um, I've got three favorite places There's I have now. nothing
7: sad about this. you just saying, now I'm
1: crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, people are always asking me where they could eat before or after their cruises. So I've come up with my three personal favorites at the moment. One is the Dumpling Nerd. Dumpling Nerds. And it's just past um, downtown Cocoa Beach. It's a little hole in the wall. But they have amazing um, Asian dumplings that they they do they have a twist on there. They have a... Um, Philly cheesesteak Asian dumpling. Really? They have a um, hot piggy, which is spicy pork and a chili sauce and ginger and green onions. That sounds good. And you can get it pan fried, um, deep fried, or
0: um, steamed. Steamed, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's really inexpensive. You get like three or four for $5. Is it yes. a sit-down restaurant or is it, it is, to go? I've only gotten it to go because it's, um, I mean, there's tables in there.
3: Because you like to eat alone.
1: Yeah. Well, I had to rush back to work because I have so much to do. But um, but no, it's, it's just, it's kind of a, it's a nice little place. It's been open, I think, since last summer. It's called the Dumpling Nerds.
0: We're going to have links to all these in the show notes page. So.
1: And my um, second favorite is the Big Biscuit. And it's more of a, they have breakfast all day. They have lunch, too. It's very inexpensive, and it's right before you get downtown Cocoa Beach, like down on the Ron, right past Ron John. And they've got amazing, of course, big biscuits, breakfast, good crispy bacon, good salads. They've got a lot of good choices. And then what I found the other day is called um, Euro Cafe, and it is between the port and the Welcome Center, and it's a really tiny little place, but it's German food. And it's kind of interesting. I tried it I've tried it twice and um, what's it called again? Um, Euro Cafe. Cafe.
7: Okay. We're in two different places. I love German food.
1: Yeah. I mean it's always looking for good German it's food. It's really good. I mean it's it's the two times I've been in there it, it hasn't been very busy. It's only been open a few months, I think. But
2: um, the nice part about it is all these things are less than ten minutes from the port. They are. So if you're gonna be on a cruise and you have time to kill or you're looking for someplace yeah. to eat before you get before you Yeah, if you're this coming off the
1: cruise ship, I recommend the Big Biscuit for breakfast. If you're not going to go, all, Simply Delicious, of course, is still really good. I still go there a lot, but it can be sometimes really busy. Very crowded. Very crowded. It's a popular place. And, with, and re- it, it deserves to be
0: very crowded. Oh, it yes, does. Yes, absolutely.
1: Does. I love it. I love it. But these are the three that I'm kind of into at the moment. And the
0: other one was the Fabulous 50's Diner.
1: Oh, Fabulous 50's Diner. I forgot I didn't have a menu for that. Um, Kathy and I went for lunch out there the other day. They recently moved. They had a new location, but now their, their new location is um, between the port and the Welcome Center again. Um and it's, it's a, in a little strip mall, and they've got really good, just basic home food. And the french fries in there are huge. They're like, you know, 10 inches long and 2 inches <laughs> in. I mean, it's a huge, don't even go there, I'm sorry. They're huge, and they're good. So, um, and those sandwiches are good. Hold it, Pete, don't worry about it. I'm talking french fries here. But anyway, it's all good. And they have an old-time jukebox in there that's cool. Okay. And good milkshakes. Stop. People are always looking for places to eat yeah. before the cruise. That's great. So these are my three favorites at the moment.
0: Stop, Pete. <laughs>
1: move on. Jenny, what's
6: your rapid fire, Jenny Lynn?
0: Jenny Lynn. <laughs> Thank you, Teresa.
6: <laughs> well, I'm just reporting that Skillet joins the lineup for Magic Kingdom's Night of Joy, which is coming up in a few months in September. I don't know have you all discussed Night of Joy in the weeks before I came on board? Not really. All right, so we it's have
7: discussed Skillet before. <laughs> <laughs>
6: skillet as in the group the band or as in a dish to eat both okay well skillet the band is joining night of joy's lineup that's a separate ticketed event that features contemporary christian performers uh Back in the day, I used to go all the time. It's a really, really fun event. So uh, this year, it's going to be September 5th and September 6th. On September 5th, you're going to see performers like Chris Tomlin, Matthew West, Mandisa, The Never Claim, and September 6th seems to be the...
0: Mandisa's from American Idol. I loved her, the season she was in. And Matthew West is my brother.
6: Oh, well, um, I I don't know where to go with that. (laughs) Okay, so... September 6th, I think, is probably going to be the the bigger night to go because it's got Skillet, Casting Crowns, Mercy Me, Brit Nicole, One Girl Nation. There's others. You can look at our homepage in the update section for a more complete list. The event is going to be on those nights, 7.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. There will be select attractions open. And uh, if you buy your ticket in advance, it's $59 plus tax for one night. $108 $108 for plus tax for both nights and then you apparently also get a day admission to Typhoon, Lagoon, Blizzard Beach or Disney Quest which I mm. think is really smart because when I was in high school I used to go with my youth group to these things and they would plan it for both nights and then but we would fill the day in between by going to like Wet and Wild which seemed kind of Weird. So I, I just, you know, you, you think of it as a Disney trip, but then you're, they're taking you out somewhere else. So I think it was kind of smart for Disney to throw it in here and just stay with us and go to Blizzard Beach. Um, if you buy your ticket the day of the event, it is sixty nine dollars uh, plus tax. There are group rates. If you have a group of ten or more, uh, chaper, you'll get one free chaperone ticket for every ten people that go. And you also get access to the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. if you come with a group. And there's also group rates for select hotels. And then this is something new, well, maybe not real new, but new since I went back in the 90s. They have apparently a a lounge for youth leaders that they can go to during the event where they'll have entertainment and free refreshments. And the youth leaders get wristbands that... Somehow they skip the lines with it. Oh. And just little or no weight. I don't know. That's well, apparently what's that. going on, which I'm sure my youth group leader would have loved that back in the day, <laughs> too. So there you have it Night of Joy.
0: I'm sure these are all yeah, things yeah. that the organizers can pay for um because this is a hard ticket event Mm -hmm. so i think it's like anybody else renting out the magic kingdom uh because that's what they're doing they're renting out the magic kingdom for two nights so i think the organizers were able to probably like pay extra because i mean disney's not going to throw that in
6: yeah well Um, however it's done i don't know i was just kind of impressed it sounds like they've improved a few things since you know i went when i was a young whippersnapper
0: cool thank you very much jenny lynn dustin
3: yeah, I've got a, I've got a rapid fire for you guys. So, um, Blink by Wet Seal is gone in um, Downtown Disney. It's being replaced. By the United, uh, United Soccer Shop, United, what is it called again? It's hard to remember. Un- it's right on the slide. United- See, I'm
6: telling you, it's the names. We got to work yeah. on this issue. It's
3: the United World Soccer Shop opens at Downtown Disney, and it's a temporary um, thing that's going to be in the Blink by Wet Seal location. Um, that is uh, from mid to the end of June, while the World Cup is going on in Brazil. So uh, you can find some soccer apparel, I'm sure, sporting equipment, stuff like that, all around the uh, the World Cup is what that's about. So Awesome. That'll be at Downtown Disney, the United World Soccer Shop.
0: Thank you, Dustin.
4: Gregory. Festival of the Lion King is now finally open in the new Harambe Theater. So... Uh, I haven't been to it yet, been so busy with the studio, but from what I've learned is that the show hasn't really changed at all just uh, kind of the the way you get into the, the brand new theater that they built that looks the exact same on the inside. Uh, Kathy put up a, a nice little photo blog on it with uh, pictures
3: of the show and the new surrounding area, so go and check that out. Yeah, and what they've done is they've taken the Dawa bar that was back in that back corner mm-hmm. by... Um,
2: I think Destin's just saying words. <laughs> yeah, he I is. If anything is really real. Go
3: ahead. <laughs> the the Dawah bar that was in that back corner by Tusker House has been moved to where the uh, in that like covered courtyard in front of the restaurant and now that is the entrance to uh, uh-huh. Festival of the Lion King. So they've just kinda shifted a few things around.
2: What is that done to traffic back there?
3: Well, this is kind of what I was referring to earlier. They know that um festival the Lion King is going to create a huge traffic jam on that bridge from Harambe to Discovery Island and then that side road that goes to Asia Um, so what they're doing is they're making kind of a back um, walkway from the safaris over to that walkway to Asia so people don't you don't always have to go up and down the village smart yeah so they're just opening it up a little bit
5: cool
0: yeah all right thank you Craig Jonathan.
3: all right so uh, yesterday I got to go visit the uh,
5: two new Starbucks locations at downtown Disney um, the one is open at, uh, Westside, where the, uh, old Wetzel's Pretzels used to be. Um, that whole location has changed. It's a new building. The architecture is really nice. It's kind of got, like, a mid-century, kind of 50s feel to it. And that's a walk-in location. So it's got a full bar inside where you can order your coffee. Um, and then they have, like, really nice seating areas. There's indoor seating tables that you can go to. Um, there's even outdoor seating with a really nice fireplace with, like, a, a cool mossy <laughs> Starbucks logo outside. Um... They have the normal uh, bar in here to get your normal drinks, but then they also have the Clover machines, which are these new types of uh, espresso machines, and that's where you get your Starbucks Reserve coffee. So they have like special beans and stuff you can order there. But this is a beautiful location. The seating's really nice inside. They have a cool feature where there's a touchscreen video chalkboard that syncs with the Anaheim location at Downtown Disney at uh, Disneyland, um, and so you actually see each other and you can like write each other messages and. It's synced with Anaheim, which I think is pretty cool. It's um, wild. Yeah. Then the other location is actually on uh, in Marketplace, right, actually attached to the building of World of Disney. And that's not a walk-in location. It's just a bar, that, uh, a window that you can walk up to. And it's it's um, designed just like the one in Magic Kingdom where you walk in a center line and then there's two separate queues. So you can order, then walk around to the left or the right to pick up your drink. So it's, it's definitely made to, uh, to handle a lot of capacity. So I think both are a good addition. Um, the hours, so the, the marketplace one is open from like 8 to midnight, I believe, and then the west side one, the walk-in, is only open from like 10 to 11, I believe.
2: Cool. Kathy Rowling just sent a link to a video of that chalkboard. Interactive chalkboard.
7: It looks unbelievable. It's really cool,
2: yeah. Did you
5: play with it? A little bit, yeah. It shows you, so it's a video. Um, There's actually a funny little uh, screen on the side that says, if you don't want to be filmed and be captured by Starbucks video camera, please visit our lobby or other seating area. Because what it does is it does record you and then it displays you on the screen, but does like a Photoshop effect so it looks like you're drawn with chalk. Um, So you can wave at people. You can write messages on the screen itself.
3: It's like like a take on me. You're in that music video.
5: It's exactly (laughs) like, Uh aha, yes.
0: (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Let's check that out. All right. Thank you, Sean. Uh, That will do it for Rapid Fire. We are going to talk about the top 10 threats on disboards.com for the month of May. Uh, Number 10, uh, the best $55 we spent at Disney World. Anybody want to guess what... Uh, Texas Disney fan one was talking about what do you cheeseburger think it, best $55 he spent at Disney World was mm, no. an umbrella at Typhoon Lagoon wow. <laughs> I can understand Did that. not have to fight for a lounge in the shade was able to hang out best $55 spent uh, the number nine thread last month as we should expect free dining 2014 by 0 4 on theme parks, attractions, and strategies. Number eight, also on theme parks by the B. Shaw crew, uh, Here and Disappointed, um, followed closely by no, the number seven thread on theme parks, attractions, and strategies, Shocked and Disgusted. Here and Disappointed, <laughs> Shocked and Disgusted. Um, and uh, number six was interesting, uh, Jiminy14, uh, on theme parks. Uh, heads up if you're planning to ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he says in this that the ride vehicles of Pirates of the Caribbean were recently switched out uh, to be identical to the ones in California, which are weighted heavier in the front, meaning that you will get more wet when you go down the... I
6: have noticed that. I didn't I realize that was a I vehicle had, change.
0: Exactly. So did I, because... The last couple times I've been on it, I'm like, "Why am I getting so it's wet right on yeah. this?" I mean, yeah, I put on some weight, okay, but I didn't think it was enough to like, you know, <laughs> you know, bottom the boat out. You're a
6: splash yeah. out. Really um, nice.
0: yeah. <laughs> So, but I thought that was interesting. That's the number six thread. Uh, number five was uh, from Monkey Mouse on Rumors and News. Um, Disney's sneaky free dining, and uh, they're talking about uh, the fact that. Um, Disney is only giving free dining at the resorts that are not full or not high in capacity. Well, they've always oh, done that. Stinky? Well, everybody's kind of explaining that's kind of how a sale works. Right. I don't put a sale on something that I'm selling a lot of. I do it on it's the It's hard stuff to like, sell something you ain't got. You know, so uh, that's number five. Uh, number four was from someone, a marine vet on theme parks just rode mine train, somebody who had just been able to get on the ride before it had opened officially um, uh, Mom on theme parks attractions is number three with Disney finally made me mad uh, number two uh, Black 562 um, oh, I just lost my why is it doing this to me um, Black 562 on discount codes and rates, the free dining 2014 discussion part two and the number one thread for last month, Mesa Boy Two, theme parks, attractions, and strategies, FastPass Plus, which I think is in the running, a serious contender for thread of the year. Oh, I wouldn't. Um, it has been, uh, it's been at the top of the list pretty consistently. Yeah. And uh, just goes to show. Although you know what we've noticed is that we're using a piece of software now that allows us to kind of fo- follow what's trending on the boards during any given. Time frame. I can do it within a day, a week, a month. Um, Ever since they made the most recent set of changes to FastPass Plus, that has not been, FastPass Plus has not been the top trending topic on the Diz because at one point, FastPass Plus was trending more than the word Disney on our boards. Oh, yeah. And for an extended period of time. The only time that started to switch is when they announced that they were making. Those two changes where you could, after your three Fast Passes were done, you could start going to kiosks and get more, and you could get them in different parks. The two things people complained about the most, they changed those, and all of a sudden, it stopped trending. I mean, still, it still trends, but not at the level that it does. The other thing that trends a lot, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Hmm. that comes up, That comes up quite a bit. But it's cool, because I can look at it. I can look at it for a specific board. I can look at it for all boards. Um, It's a very cool tool.
2: You had three threads on there that kind of talk about people not having good experiences. And we just did a story about how attendance is up. Right. Do you think that's related or what?
0: I think, you know, look, you know, on the boards, you know, it's a fraction of the people who actually go to Disney Post on the boards, but you're getting a cross section of the population. Not everybody's going to have a great experience. Um, You know, we know that the boards and doing your research uh, helps, helps manage your expectations, helps you understand how to navigate, what to avoid, what not to avoid, or what not to miss. Um, But, you know, there's always going to be some of that. There's always (laughs) going to be shocked and disgusted. There's always going to be, I'm here now and I'm pissed. Um, I don't think it's, um, and actually it's the other thing that this thing we're using, trends, is also sentiment. And we've been noticing that the sentiment on the boards has been improving, going from negative to positive. Wow. <laughs> very cool. It's very cool a company in Europe approached me a few months ago and said, we're trying this out with large discussion forums. Would you be interested? How like, do you help. do you
2: sentiment? Can you see people as they type?
0: Yes, no, really. exactly. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it, it, they train it to look for certain words and certain phrases and things, and, you know. Bitterness. And then it... It kind of says that you know is the post negative? Is it neutral? Is it positive? Good and and golly,
7: Miss Molly has it has on
0: we. <laughs> so, it's cool. But. It's it's been it's been very cool. But anyway, all right. So that's the top ten threads for two thousand two thousand fourteen for May for last month. And uh, before we close, we're going to give you the topic for next week or this week's poll. Um, since we were talking about Avatar Land, are you looking forward? The Avatar Land opening at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Your options are going to be yes, no, or you're going to take a wait and see approach. Uh, if you want to uh, participate in the poll, Facebook.com/disunplugged, and as we do every week, we will select one person who answers the poll at random. That person will get a fifty-dollar Disney gift card, wow. and that is going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn legs.